Hi, welcome to Life's Lemonade Unfiltered Podcast. We're your hosts, Kiara and Yesenia. We're two neighbors and friends doing a podcast from the closet with our wine. In this podcast, we're getting real about life, kids, womanhood, and all the in-between, completely unfiltered. If you haven't yet, please follow us on our Instagram, lifeslemonade.unfiltered, and please don't forget to rate and review our podcast. It helps us get seen and heard so that we can keep this fun stuff going. What's up, (laughs) Lemon Drops? We're back. Another week. We're here in my closet. This is Yesenia. And Kiara, and yeah. we had a weekend. Yeah, we did. I mean, but it was one day, wasn't it? What else did we do? I feel like I was really busy on Saturday. What did we do? I don't have baseball anymore, so I don't even know. <laughs> Honestly, it feels I didn't like see you on Saturday. We had soccer games. <clears throat> oh, we had Alexia show. Yeah, you babysat Gigi oh, for us. Okay. Oh my gosh! Well, how did there's there's like a whole brain fart of a day. It feels like it's been a whole week already. So much life happens, and also it's so much of the same stuff that's just like repetitive, and then you throw in your little curveballs. I don't know, but I feel like, yeah, after last after last week, I went right into like a full on meltdown mode. Mm-hmm. I felt like the exhaustion. I and I said last week I was exhausted, and I was just going because it was Alexia's birthday, and it all hit me like a ton of bricks and then I was literally like falling apart like how am I going to make it through my work days feeling this way you did it I didn't work out for three days which I haven't done that in a long time like usually I miss a day if I'm not feeling honestly that's why I called you because I was like I feel like if one of us is sick the other one's sympathy sick (laughs) like it has to be because this used to happen with my sister when we'd spend a lot of time and even still without but especially when we spent a lot of time together, I felt like we had very similar ups and downs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it like, it just went in line. And yeah. so when I called you, I'm like, what are your symptoms? What are you feeling? And I just felt like my head yeah. was just not in the right place, but it caused my body to have like a crawling out of my skin. At the same time, I wanted to shut down. I just yeah. wanted to shut down. I used to watch this show with Tori Spelling. It was like a, her reality show of her and her family. Oh, I remember when that was first on a long time ago. I don't remember what it was called, but it was like their reality show with her husband and all her kids. But the like common theme was she suffers from like really bad like anxiety. Yeah. And anytime she had something really big to do, she would get sick Mm. and she would like go lay in her bed and people would come in, you know, her husband, her kids, like her friends. And she's like, I don't know what's wrong. I'm just sick. And like, she would go to the doctors all the time. And then like after a while, her friends were like, you're not sick. It's anxiety. You get this, but it can make you feel like thing. But she like swore up and down. Like she was sick. It just made her whole body. Well, that's how I, I felt and I was just like how am I going to get through it and luckily I have some I started my day off Wednesday with my client who's a therapist and we have a way of being able to be light but at the same time we get into some like really deep stuff Mm -hmm. and the first thing she said to me was how are you today and I was like I sat down to cut her hair on my little stool and I was like I'm just so exhausted and I started to like tear up and she was like I wonder why you have three children, you work full time, you stay home full time. Like she started listing all the things that she knows I do. And she was just like, of course you're falling apart. So what are you doing about it? And and it was a, it was a quick, the first person I needed to do a quick little reset. And that's why I was like, 
I got to just call myself out for letting myself get to this point because it's my fault. I haven't been listening to the cues that I've, and I've been thinking, remember I said last week, I'm like, I need to start my meditation practice again. Mm -hmm. And I've been ignoring it. So this was my like, fuck you. You're going to slow down now. Like when I got got sick. So it's like, when am I going to catch on? I was just thinking about this today, how frustrating it is for me, but I feel like I have a good week or two where I'm like really on it, like doing all the things. I'm sleeping good. I'm getting my workouts in. And then for some reason it derails. And then it's like a week of trying to get it back on. And then when the week is over, that's how I felt today. I was like, I'm finally over that hump. And I'm like, why does that have to happen though? Cause like if I could just have these good weeks in a row and a row and a row, I could actually feel like I accomplished something, but I feel like I'm on like a roller coaster. I think what happens with that, at least with me is that for those days that I'm great, I'm kicking ass. Mm -hmm. I'm doing everything. I'm on top of everything. I almost feel like if I, I don't know what it's like, cause I've never taken Adderall, but I imagine, you know, kind of like that up feeling you get from like knocking things out and being on a plan until that you've done that so much that there's like literally been no time to breathe. And I'm saying that. Yeah. Because I took, um, when I got home Wednesday, I like literally just came home to eat and shower and get ready for bed. And the following morning I didn't get up to work out. I said, I'm taking this morning off. Mm -hmm. It's what I need. And it was really hard to do it, but I needed to do that just for the mental reset of like, no, you have to break this pattern a little bit. And so I went to work all day and I felt fine. And then I got home. It was such a pretty day. So I just told Will, I'm going to go for a walk. And he was like, yeah, go for it. And I don't think. Yeah, that's when I saw you meditating. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So like I'm on this walk and I'm like thinking I never just go for a walk by myself. Usually I'm jogging, which is a whole different feeling or yeah. I've got one of the, you know Gigi walking with the stroller yeah. and it's just not the same but walking by myself just take it all in and I was, was just listening great. to this podcast too about how important it is to walk yeah the way things move by your eyes oh, wow. reset like something in your brain yeah. and they're like you don't get that when you're running on a treadmill nothing else you have to be moving that's and like I'm sure running too but he was just like people don't walk Stressing anymore the they walk on a treadmill in a gym and like that things aren't moving by you that's it's not true. doing so he was just saying how important it is to walk and i feel so much better just yeah. even it doesn't it's have not, to be a four crazy, mile walk like because when i first walked out of the house my brain was still racing and by the time i got to like the bottom where the hill starts to go down i literally felt everything just go Yeah, they say it's something about the way things are moving past you has an effect on the way you're processing your emotions in your brain. That makes so much sense. So (laughs) they say when you're having an anxiety attack and when you're so that's like the bag. breathing is because your eyes are watching it it has nothing to do with your breathing it's because it's moving in front of you but they say the best thing to do is to go outside and walk because the way that things move by you helps your brain process whatever which is such a hard thing because you think about it when you're having an anxiety attack you just like me I want to freeze curl and die yeah like you feel like I'm paralyzed I am I can't respond. Like my bot, my brain is saying, Yesenia, you need to move. You need to call somebody. You need to sit down, whatever. And I literally can't do any of that. That's interesting. Yeah. Now when I get anxiety, I have to like move. I well, there's like different um, levels of anxiety. Yeah, I just <laughs> you feel know? like, um, I know what you mean. Like the buzzing. Yeah. Like you need to get it out. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember when I had really bad anxiety after I had Allie, I would just I had to just walk out there and like walk around the block because I couldn't That's just interesting. Sit. No, I, I don't have that wherewithal. Oh, yeah. But or yeah, I listened to yet. it on a podcast the other day and I was like, oh my 
gosh, that's yeah. very interesting. It, who walks anymore? Like, yeah, who it was great. I was like, I need to walks. do this at least two, three times a week. Yeah, so good for your brain. I need to. Not yeah. even just. Yeah, health, I, I took a little trail and then it was just all like for a short span of time, it was just all trees. And yeah. it was like, oh, this I, I stopped and I took my headphones out, which I probably thinking ahead. I should not take my headphones mm. because it's nice to just like Listen tune out because I'm always listening to something, yeah. a podcast or a book or music, which is it's all like. I select it based on what I feel like I need, mm -hmm. but you know, sometimes you just got to like disconnect completely. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So then I walked back home and you saw me at the, <laughs> the grass had this one spot of had, sunshine. Uh, yeah. Like right you through the trees glowing. and I like had to sit, but I didn't want to go in the house and get like a blanket or anything. So I had my little uh, uh, sweater I yeah. had tied around my waist. And so I just laid that on the grass. And then I was just like, I was just staring at the sky for a while and then I don't know why something told me, look to your left. So I looked to my left and I see Malaya opening up the garage because they were going to go swimming. Okay. Yeah. And, but I could have gotten up, but I was like, no, I'm staying here. I'm not, I'm not done. So they went to the pool and, and then I sat up and I wanted to meditate and yeah, it was just, I can't remember the last time I sat and just like literally tuned everything out and felt just like, yeah. Uh Almost every day for the last like few weeks, I've put on my to do list and meditate, and then yeah. I'm like, I don't have the time or the quiet right. to do it, and I've I've not done it in so long. But it's like, yeah, you need it. But that's like one of those things where it's like you're not gonna have the time. We gotta make the time because mm -hmm. it's so important. Just like that walk, and just you know, like everything is all that is necessary. I think yeah. for our like well rounded well being. Yeah, but then when you sit and, like, write down all the things you have to do, it can get overwhelming. Like, how do you have time to, like, meditate, but also do cardio, but also lift weights, but also stretch, because you have to be flexible. <laughs> like, I start thinking about it, and I'm like, I don't have time. It's too many things. But also, like, work and take care of your kids, and... yeah. I know. But then, so, it's I mean, with, with all that, there is a, always a solution is that we don't have to do it for that long, you know? Yeah. We sit... I know I sit five minutes mindlessly scrolling. I could be mindlessly scrolling while I'm stretching. So it's about like being more intentional with, time. yeah, with the mm -hmm. time and we're doing something anyway. So am I like, what, what can we throw in there while we're already doing the things we're doing? You know, we sit in the cars waiting for the kids. Heck meditation time right there. <laughs> you know, like if I, if I think about how I can implement my time better to do those things while I'm already busy. Yeah. There's so many times where I go to pick up the kids and I'm sitting in line and I bring my book with me yeah. and I end up listening to my podcast on Instagram <laughs> and like the book never gets read. <laughs> but I know it's so tempting. I, I know our phones are such a distraction. Will will actually his phone has been like all the apps on it that weren't already on the phone don't work. I was wondering why he hasn't been on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. So when he has, when he wants to go on, he actually has to go through like the website. Oh my gosh. And do that. But so he says it's been because it's been more complicated. He's like, I just don't want, he's like, it's crazy how many times I went to pick up my phone and look at Instagram the first few days. And I've done this before where I've like cut it off for Delete like the app a, a few months. Still push where it used to be out of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, it's crazy how your brain is so triggered by 
scrolling and you know it's almost like that's why I said I have to start looking at where I'm focusing my energy and how much am I on this thing well even I will like pick it up and just open it and then close it right yeah, away for no reason I've just opened it but it's just like is a it's I know it's wild we're like the freaking lab rats oh, trying ugh. to get their next hit of cocaine you know because they push the buttons themselves mm-hmm. so that's what we're doing crazy and this is fresh in my head because I watched that um Chelsea does show that you were telling me about Oh, yes. Yeah, I watched it. It was Where super she interesting. Went to, was it Mexico? Uh, Peru. Peru. She that's went right. to Peru and to did... do the ayahuasca yes. ceremony. Yeah, that's what it was. I found it so interesting because the first night she didn't feel anything. Uh-huh. And oh, for anybody that doesn't know what ayahuasca is, it's a really powerful plant medicine that they use in like in Peru, Costa Rica, like in the jungle, like Amazon. And it's a psychedelic and it allows you to like go really, really deep into your subconscious. So a lot of people that are working through trauma typically like to go. They say that you have like these crazy life altering experiences Mm -hmm. because it's just so I don't know. I'm super curious about it. That's definitely on my bucket list. I want to do that one day. Where did you find it on Netflix? Yeah, it was on Netflix. Chelsea Handler's Yeah, yeah, Chelsea Handler. It's the fifth episode, but yeah, that, I watched it a really long time ago, so I don't remember all the details. But I do remember because like, they had a she had a guide, right? Yeah, that was yes, yeah. He, he was through. a he was a shaman. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So I found that super interesting because um, when she came back, or, or part of her thing was she was here talking to some doctors, and this doctor was um, talking about the rats and the cocaine. That's why it's like fresh in my head. Yeah, but the rats give it to themselves. And he was talking about different substances with like heroin and meth and like all these things and how they altered the brains. Like they showed like little things mm-hmm. of the brains of the rats. I just find it so but fascinating. Like, yeah. Anything. I feel like. Yeah. Alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> sugar. Oh yeah. He talked about alcohol. He talked about, uh, I don't think they talked about sugar, but they say it's the same part of the brain that's affected mm-hmm. with both. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I know about sugar, but I don't know about cocaine. <laughs> And alcohol, I feel like that's, I don't know. Some people just have, it's crazy. Some people just have it and some people don't. Yeah. The ability to like not. To to be. (laughs) Yeah, it's very interesting because at least for me, like growing up, my my dad was a functional alcoholic Mm -hmm. and my mom barely ever drank. So I feel like I teeter that line where I'm like, no, I don't feel like having a drink. I'm just not going to have one. Yeah versus I can go really hard like my dad used to party on the weekends but I don't want to live in that like I know that you in know my head the line yeah, yeah I, mm-hmm. I feel like in my head I'm like I, that's not like a longevity plan for me <laughs> you yeah, know look at us I know we have water today <laughs> I know yeah we're being I, I was feeling a little a little funky this morning with my well, stomach we, because we had I think it's just because we switched to red wine. yeah red for dinner mm-hmm. So that was a really fun dinner. That was a it fun was. day that I didn't plan. Yeah. So Sundays, we usually do a leftover night and we just combine our leftovers from both our houses and we kind of just like doctor them up yeah. and redo things. And it's been so great because I feel like we get rid of all the food in our fridge. Yeah. 
and we get creative with our leftovers and we can kind of just and pick we, through each other's yeah, food. <laughs> I know it's great. And it worked out cuz Will um got sent home early, so I know he's so funny like the rare occasions when he's like around for I know. this. He's like, "Wow, guys, like this was so fun. Thanks." And, <laughs> and he, I'm always like It's like it's, it's not even like, a formal thing like anymore. Still new to him. I know that's so true. <laughs> I know so I feel funny. like we live separate lives sometimes. Yeah. And I have to, like, I have to remember to try to get filled in on the things that happen when I'm not home. I don't know. I'm a filler inner. I, we'll send Rick, like, 10 texts in a row and then be like, but you don't need to answer any of that. I'm just, like, telling you all my things. And then he'll call me. <laughs> He's, He's like, like, are you okay? Let's talk about it. I'm trying to book my flights today and I'm like... So I can leave at this uh, yeah. time, but then you'd have to leave work early or I can leave at this time, but then you'll be home late to put the kids to bed. And I just don't know what to do. See, that's blah, too blah, many blah. thoughts. And he was, he called me. He was like, just book the flight. And I was like, which one? He's like, either of them. Just book one and I'll figure it out around. <laughs> I'm like, know. well, I'm trying to work it around your schedule. He's like, I don't care. Just do it. Like, it's not, it's, it's like a two hour difference. He's like, I don't care. I'm like, okay. But we make it complicated because yeah, that's I how I was trying to figure out what to eat after Malaya's game on Saturday. It didn't help. I was starving. Angry. I was starving when I got there. So can you imagine an hour later? No, I was ready to kill somebody. Yeah, I know that and, feeling. You can feel your blood sugar dropping. Oh, and I felt just, like I was going to pass I, out. I, yeah, I got in a fight with a dress today. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to tell dresses. me about that. And I had eggs and sausage for breakfast, so no carbs, Yeah, which is usually fine because then I'll have carbs with lunch. But I went into a Nordstrom rack to try on dresses for the wedding I'm going to. Yeah. And you know, sometimes you like think it's going to fit, you put it on, it doesn't have yes. a zipper, it gets tight and stuck. Yes. So then like within 10 minutes prior to that, I'm like getting that like jittery, yes. like hangry feeling. Yeah. And then I couldn't get the dress off and I was stuck in it and I'm sweating and I'm mad. And I just, yeah. I can see it. I almost ripped it. <laughs> I didn't, but I was like, and so I had been sending pictures to my mom and my sister on like which one to get. And then they responded and I was like out the door already, like to my car, like I need to find food right now. And my mom was like, oh, I like this one. Like and just quiet. Because they're like restrictive because they're sleeved and buttoned yes. and long. Like, there's too much elastic <laughs> she's and going, and buttons. She's going to a Mormon wedding. <laughs> I have to wear so like. she has to find an appropriate dress. Yeah, it needs to be in standards. Um, but yeah, so then they responded and they're like, buy the purple one. Like, and if you don't like it, you could just return it. If you find something better, I'm like, I'm already I'm out of the not, store. Yeah. I'm hangry. I'm and done. I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Well, that's how we were Saturday. But it's crazy how you can just like feel your body like start. I feel to... myself, you know, like the Snickers commercials. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I don't feel like myself when I'm hungry. I turn into a ferocious animal and I hate myself because I know I'm being a bitch. But it's like, you but have... I can't, I literally physically can't help it. Yeah. You have 20 minutes tops to find me food or. <laughs> yeah. Turn and so an that's why when Will, he was like yeah she was just being complicated about what no i just wanted you to pick a place because i really didn't care i want any food in and i was like and if you can't decide then i'm here with my car so i'm just gonna go get food by myself (laughs) goodbye yeah like i was this close to that and he was like well you just chill no i'm an hour past chill i hate that too because then you are so hungry that you overeat and then you're just like on this never-ending like schedule of catching up yes it's 
it's the worst feeling. I read today on this guy that I follow. Um, it was like, if you're a busy parent, follow these simple rules. And it was broken down really nicely. Um, but it was it was very doable. It was like either eat a carb dense, I think it was carb dense breakfast or skip it. It was one or the other. Oh. And then it was eat 60 to 70 grams of protein per meal that you're going to eat. And I forget uh, it was no snacks. Uh, make sure you're drinking water. Like, pretty simple. Yeah. And I thought, this is oh. good fuel. Yeah. I usually have rice with my breakfast. Really? Or an uh, English muffin. Yeah. That is very Hawaiian of you. Rice? Oh, yeah. We have rice with every meal. Like, really? There Even was breakfast? never not a pot of rice in my house. Like, 24-7, the rice pot has rice in it. Really? And it's on and warm and ready to eat. Do you guys get it from Costco? No, I don't think so. No? I know you would think. Yeah. We did have like a two-gallon bucket much. in the bottom of our pantry. But yeah, my dad, he's very particular on his rice too. He has to have cow rose. I love, that's what I get. I'm obsessed oh, with it now. We only eat jasmine. Really? I love jasmine rice so much. But he'll come to visit and he's like, who buys jasmine? I'm like, Well, when I he do. comes to visit, I got his cow rose, okay? Because I am obsessed with it. I love the fluffiness of it. And I remember the first time I made it, Will was like, what is this? It was like the same thing with the flour tortillas. Yeah. What is You're it? never allowed to get anything except this. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. The raw flour tortillas at Costco. I know. They're you the bomb. You haven't tried them. No. I, Go buy them. What, no. The uh, people, I'm like. The people. The people. <laughs> yes. The raw, organic, uncooked. Yeah. But, obviously but raw. It's From, not even that hard to they're in the refrigerated section like... at Costco. No, there are the Tell best. On like the once pan. you eat these, you will never go back to your Guerrero or Mission tortillas ever again. Yeah. They're, they're so, so good. amazing. Yeah. I didn't even tell Rick that I bought them. And then um, we <laughs> made tacos reaction, and he yeah. was like, what are these? Yeah. They make everything better. They do. They're so good. Like, I don't know. One of the Mexican snacks, my brother, my older brother growing up used to eat serve himself a bowl of sour cream with oh. and he'd add salt to it and he'd just make flour tortillas roll them up that's it's like true. eating nachos with how do we get talking about know. food damn it <laughs> you know what you got <laughs> okay let me read you this post from from facebook you found this while you were waiting for the kids in line right instead of reading your book yep 100 <laughs> percent. okay she posted anonymously because well, you'll see. But she put, this is embarrassing to ask. Does anyone else have a husband with poor hygiene? My <laughs> husband goes days without brushing his teeth and it grosses me out so much. I bug him about it every day. I don't think it's normal. Just curious if anyone else struggles with a less than so hygienic So fucking gross. <laughs> Could you imagine? Do they kiss? I, I would refuse to kiss that grunge mouth. Three days without brushing her te his teeth. That's How absurd. How do you not just have... A bunch of he probably does. Ew, that's so uh, how gross. Do you live with that, you can feel it in your. I know, like even yeah, no, that's disgusting. Oh that's really gross. Could you? But you know what? He was probably like that as a kid, and this is what happens when parents don't stay on top of their kids' hygiene. That's that's the truth. Because I remember seeing some kids like that when Alexia was little at her school, and Ooh. I was just like, "What? No." Like you ate flaming hot Cheetos and now you're all that grunge in your teeth is now red. That's disgusting. Yeah, I mean, I I guess for like littler kids, okay, they probably but... don't care as much. But there's a point where a you grow adult? out of it and you realize you don't like that feeling. But how are you a grown? Does man? that man go to work? How has he not been written up? 
you cannot show anywhere looking <laughs> no. that disgusting. Written up. I'm, I'm sorry. Up. I would fucking write him up <laughs> real quick. I, I would I would be like, you need to go home and shower and brush those teeth and floss before you set back in, foot into this establishment. I don't think you can do that. I bet you can. <laughs> you know, it's not race and it's not gender and it's not orientation and what else is against the law that's it sexual harassment that's not sexual harassment you fucking stink go shower (laughs) brush your teeth that's disgusting because you know you know what though if he doesn't brush his teeth he doesn't shower someone that you know what i mean like it's a whole package there's no way he gets in his bed with his clothes on does he not work he must. This woman needs to, uh-uh, I would hose his ass off outside <laughs> and give him a toothbrush before he walked in the house. Like, before you come in, you brush those teeth. And, like, maybe this was a habit for your life, but then COVID happened and, like, are were we not trying to be the cleanest human beings alive when COVID hit? How did I you not learn in 2020 did. to brush your teeth? I don't think everybody oh did because, you know, you still see those random ass people at Walmart sometimes. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. That's really I just, gross. I just think that's not okay nasty. at all. Like does and also does nobody in this man's life love him enough to say you have a hygiene problem? Well, she said that she Is she the bugs only one about it every day? Is she I Is he know, depressed? I think it just falls into that category of like um Is he depressed? When are you close enough to tell somebody they have a problem? Yeah, that's but like our if cool you're married, situation. yeah, that's true. Like, if you see someone has a problem, where's the line of like, not my business, not not what is it, not my monkeys, not my circuits. Yeah. Or, but then you're the person that didn't say that's anything. Like, yeah. So I don't know. I just thought that was gross. I read it and I was like, that's really gross. I wonder um, what other people would do. Okay, I heard this article today, or not article, but I heard a um, bit on the radio today, and they were saying that at work, like, said that her coworker was bald, and he filed a sexual harassment complaint against well, her. Well, is he bald? And then I mean, the manager said, yes, it is sexual harassment. How what? is calling someone bald sexual harassment? What's sexual about it? Nothing. The word ball? <laughs> The bald, the hairy ball. Isn't I mean, that really, wild? people are ridiculous. I don't know. I really, I really think everybody has gotten soft. I said it last week. I really think people have forgotten to. Oh. I don't know. Everyone takes everything so fucking seriously now. Yeah, it says. According to the all-male panel of judges on the tribunal, the word "bald" constitutes sex-based harassment. Oh, wait, this is even better. So his, his male employee, a male employee that works with him, two guys, he called him a bald cunt. Oh. And they said that the word bald was sexual harassment, but cunt was not. What? How? (laughs) How is that possible? All three members of the tribunal vouch with... Yeah, baldness is much more prevalent in men than women. We find it to be inherently related to sex. Are you kidding me? And they compared it to um, commenting on the size of women's breasts. 
How is that equivalent? <laughs> this is getting worse as you keep reading. How I is was... that equivalent to talking about women's breasts? I don't know. It's wild, though. Like, how? I literally do not understand how that correlates a bald man's head equivalent to speaking about a woman's chest. I am dumbfounded. What weak ass man implemented that (laughs) rule? Uh, It was a panel of them. That's even worse. (laughs) Weak ass men. (laughs) I've said it once. I will say it it again. Namely, a 1995 ruling in which a man was found guilty of sex-based discrimination for commenting on the size of a woman's breasts. He said, hi, a big tits. Is pretty much the same as calling a man bald. Is pretty. Oh my god! No, that would be like, "Hey there, pinky dick," or like, "Hey there, horse." I heard your hum. How like, do you how? call a man bald in a sexual way? How is that possible? I'm gonna. I am. I, don't know. I am shocked. Is this like in a in a, a different state? Because maybe this is like per state. You know how they have like crazy laws in different states. Oh yeah, like the weird. Yeah, like like um, in, I don't know where it was. Let's like see. in San Francisco, in I think UK. you can walk around uh, in the UK, which is weird because they're like, so much more open about like nudity and stuff. But in the UK, in it's the freaking UK. cold. Who wants to be nude in the UK? <laughs> <laughs> I I would not. Oh, all those poor weak men. That's why, because then it's cold and things shrivel. <laughs> that's wild. I don't understand that. Yeah. Not in the least bit. So don't go calling people bald. <laughs> what should you call them? Uh, you call them a cut. That's Hairless? Fine. <laughs> I know. I'm fine with that. Apparently. You know me. I love my bad words. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. So Malaya last. What was it? Did I say this about the bad words? No, but it just reminded me of her yesterday when she called. Oh, that's a doofbag? Doofbag. <laughs> doofbag. She's getting around douchebag. I love it. It's close enough. It was enough. so good. I love that. Yeah, that was Let's actually really good. <laughs> I know. She's I don't so know. Funny. At school, that could easily be misheard, though. Oh, my gosh. I know. Well, you know what? We just may be first name basis with <laughs> that school. Yeah, well, I am. Yeah, everybody knows me. <laughs> you are the woman. Uh, I'm so proud of you for being. Okay, the woman. but what about the bad words? Oh, Malaya said something about like I'm not allowed to say these words, right? She's like, because you don't say bad words, and I said, actually, I really love using bad words. I just don't say them around you. And she looked at me like, <laughs> okay, like she didn't know what to do. Like, like okay, but then how are you telling me not to say bad words? Yeah, I know it's. Ain't that something? I'm the parent. <laughs> Come back to me when look you're the parent you, and then we'll look, talk. Yeah. Look what you have to look forward to when you grow up. I you know. can say bad words. Exactly. Not right now, though. But but, I, but also enough to know that my kids shouldn't be hearing me say fuck all the time. <laughs> like, at least for me. I don't know. My dad said I, it all the I time. I say it to Alexia and now. Never did. We still don't. I say it to Alexia now sometimes, but I feel like, oh. like if it's really in the heat of the moment where I'm just like, can you shut the fuck up? Oh, wow. Because I am talking. I've said it to her a couple of times. I'm sure she hear- hears worse at school, so. Oh, she hears worse from her father. That's for damn sure. Oh, my gosh. I'm like a saint next to his. <laughs> <laughs> the way he speaks towards her. I'm a saint. I'm like, I'm disappointed. Yeah. I really expected more from you, and that's worse than the bad words yeah that always made me cry when yeah. my mom would say she was disappointed like, fuck the disappointment yeah <laughs> just be mad yeah i'd rather you be mad yeah 
Oh, so I was catching up on sunsets. Oh, yeah. Okay, so it was like, it's much easier to get over. That just reminded me of it's easier to get over someone when they piss you off. You yes. Know? The yeah. breakup killed me. Huh. And the weirdness that's happening right now is too much for me. With her the and the girl? She's da- Not a girl. Them. them. They, them. I know. The person she's dating. It's, it's so just... interesting. Like, not even, like, the... She's just, like, very different yeah. than Chriselle. And she's young. Yeah. She's very, very young. young. Very young. I know. If this was reversed and it was, like, she was an older guy and a young... He's but like, it's just interesting because, like, you broke up with this man that you everything was perfect with except for the kid. But now, but now you're, you're dating date someone, someone that can't physically give you a child, which is fine. You can have it on your it right. Just seems but that's why that's why her story diff- changed, wrong. though. That she was it, um, adoption was on the table. That's why she said that. Did you catch that? But yeah, but is the person that you're with? ready to have kids because she doesn't seem like it i know she's like 17 she looks 17 how old is she who is i mean they dang it's so hard it's Um, so hard to remember this i I, I need to be better don't do it often Mm -hmm. or say it often let's see i know like is alexia is you know she's surrounded by seven Oh, she looks she a lot younger. She seems a lot younger. It's probably the style. Uh, um, yeah, I loved them together, and they were so sweet. And yeah. you could tell his heart was broken still. Yeah. And how must he feel to know that she's moved on so quickly, so... In a drastically opposite, opposite direction. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I but... don't know. This is... Now when I watch these shows, I'm looking at these people, and it's almost like I'm assessing them. Well, so the crazy thing like, is, this isn't a this is a mental deal. Here. I was listening to a podcast, um, and they were she it she was interviewing Mary, and Mary was like, "We filmed that reunion show all day, like we were there for all day, and they cut that down into the whatever hour or two hours that uh. it was." So it's kind of crazy to think like. Because I know a lot of people were like, wow, for her to, like, sit there while he's crying, saying, like, how much he, whatever, like, how meaningful their relationship was, and her to say, like, how much she still cared about him, and then all of a sudden be like, bye, look at my new relationship. But then when I heard that, I was like, yeah, if they're there for eight hours. the magic of editing. Unfortunately, you're not going to get the full story on everything because they have to condense it, you know? And what's going to attract the people more to the drama that sounds like she just moved on that quickly heartlessly you know but she i commend her for going in and knowing what she wanted too because that takes a lot yeah she was and you could tell you could see how much she grew from her last relationship oh for sure but yeah Yeah. it's crazy to think how much they edit down i all caught up on the kardashians and my one takeaway is that i don't think they ever let the sun touch their face (laughs) And that's why yeah. I'm sure there's other reasons, but there's a hell of a lot of reasons so called money so and they were everything this, available to you. They were fil- filming this episode and it was like the morning before Kim was taking her bar exam and her and her mom are sitting at their table eating breakfast with completely no makeup on. Uh-huh. And her face is so, both of their faces are so much whiter than the rest of their body. Oh, I bet. And I was like, I've been doing it wrong. Like I need to keep the sun off my face. Yeah. Their faces are perfect. But, it also but yeah, but I think like that's I need a, to go get like that's also treatments. I need to get like Kiara. not no not like Botox or surgery. No, 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 but, but I need like listen dermaplane. Yes, and, and all the there's nothing the wrong with starting things. the self care, but it's expensive. 
<laughs> the reality that you watch this and it's now making you think that you have to do all these things. These people have endless amounts of money to yeah. do pay for whatever crazy things are out there and it's unrealistic. And that's why I have a problem with them. Yeah. I love them, but I hate them. And I stopped watching it a long time ago for that same reason. It started making me think differently and I didn't like that. Yeah. And I, I remember Alexia when she was like in sixth grade, she was, uh, we were laying down, we were talking like before bed and she said something about, Oh, I hate that. I have cellulite on my thighs. Yeah. And I'm like, that's so normal. She's like, the Kardashians don't have cellulite and she used to watch that stuff all the time. Yeah. <clears throat> and I'm like, holy shit, I am allowing my daughter to hear these body things. Yeah, consume all and, of this. Like, at fake. this young age. Yeah. It's so, like, it's just not relatable. Show me another, even Instagram, you know, you have to catch yourself all the time. Mm -hmm. It's so easy to start looking at people and comparing. And yeah. I think it's so hard. Like, yes, we can all do better about protecting well, our yeah, skin. Well, yeah, and I don't really feel like I was like, oh my gosh, like, <laughs> me versus I just want to make was, sure you know. No, that. there wasn't a comparison. It was just more like, I'm yeah, yeah. doing nothing for my skin. Yeah. You know? I know, but they also have so much available to them. Yeah. But, like, look at my mom's skin. Yeah. She looks so young she for does. her age. But your and mom also does. has great access to great products. Yeah, she does. You know? It's but those day it products. Just made me think, we like, gotta be estheticians to, and get some. Because I, like, accidentally bur burn my, like, forehead so many times. Like, because oh. I just don't put enough sunscreen on. And that's not good. And they don't do that, probably. I never put on sunscreen. You know what? It's like I've read so many things too that it's I just that melanin though. But um, I have absolutely none. Yeah, <laughs> I think it just depends too, like where you're from and yeah. like geographically what your body's meant yeah, for. You're from a place, but where... then you know they talk about the chemicals in the sunscreens and you, those give you cancer. So then, like, what's what do you do? You know, you get so many different. And right now we have a plethora of information out there, so. What do we go for? You know? Yeah, I think you just have to pick and choose. You're never going to win. Yeah. Everybody. I know. I know. So. So, I know. It's so, it's a weird time we live in yeah. for that because we have so much access to information. But unless it's like, we'll always want peer-reviewed things or from a .org or a .net because he says anything on a .com is just opinion. Yeah. So. And it gets overwhelming, too. It does. So sometimes you just got to give up. <laughs> just and I'm just like, I feel like today, <laughs> like a blind, like blind choosing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like for me, it's instinct, instinctive or mm -hmm. intuit, intuitive more. Yeah. I think on what I'm willing to like give more attention to the food we eat, you know, that kind of thing yeah. is bigger on my I don't know then. Well, in the end, in some form or fashion, we're all consuming something bad in one Absolutely. area. Absolutely. If we live in we... Western, yeah. the Western so society, yes. You do more you can than, than not. Live your life. It's crazy how other parts of the world live, you know, as far as even like where their food comes. Mm -hmm. You know, like people in Europe don't have as many gluten intolerance problems yeah, like we GMO. have here. Yeah, because yeah, of GMO and they don't allow so many things in their food. Which is like, how do we get on France's level? That's like when my dad goes to New Zealand or yeah. Australia. We are like, bring back all the chocolate mm -hmm. in your suitcase because it's so much better because they don't add wax to it. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, it's this crazy. is what chocolate is supposed to taste and like. And that's why you don't have crazy cravings after good chocolate mm -hmm. versus if you have Hershey's. Yeah. 
I know. It's crazy. It's sugar is the number one drug, I think, in the United States. Yeah, definitely. Because I, I am it. fiend number one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love it, too. And that's the problem. Oh it's gosh. like the only reason we always have ice cream in our freezer is because of me. Yeah. Like the kids benefit, but it's because of me. I get to choose everything that comes in this house. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'm like, fuck, why did I buy this? <laughs> I don't need this. We don't need this. You know? If I hide it from myself, though, I forget it's there. And then I won't eat it all. I don't need to hide it. I don't oh, forget I, it. If, if it's not in my sweet. sight, then. Oh, no. I will. If I go to sleep thinking about ice cream and I don't have it, I have to get up and have it at some point of the night. <laughs> so I just make it a point just to do just it. always have a little bit. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I need to tell you about my therapist oh situation. My God. Yeah. So you have been with her, what, two, three weeks now? Uh, Three or four. So. Oh, okay. I think four. I think that was our fourth session really? last week. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what happened? So we do it on Zoom. So yeah. I'm like sitting in front of my computer and her camera pops on and she's like, hi, how are you? I'm like, good. And she's like, so what's going on? So then I like kind of give her a little gist of like what I want to talk about. And she goes, okay. And she goes, have we done this before? And I what do you mean, have we done this before? In my mind, I'm thinking, like, have we talked about this topic yet? And she said it kind of, like, in a weird voice. It almost made me feel like... Condescending? No, no, it was just, like, um... I almost felt like she was saying, like, what you're telling me right now is similar to what we talked about last time, which is a whole different topic, but your um, mind's going... Yeah. Anyway, that's what initially came to my mind, and I said, no. We haven't done this before. And mm-hmm. so then she proceeds to give me her whole like new client spiel. <laughs> Did she forget she's had three sessions which is with you? so awkward. And I was like, my face turned bright red and I just was like trying to pretend like, so we went the whole session. Like I was a brand new client. She kept asking me of like, about my family history, Kiara. about my <laughs> We did the whole Why didn't you stop her? She's like, so tell me about like your home life. And I'm like, oh, we've been so deep into this that like if I tell her That's so bizarre. But last week she remembered everything? Yeah. But if I tell her about my home life, we've I've already told her. So I was trying to be super vague so she wouldn't figure out mid session that I was the same person because then I'm even I am so confused. Do you think she would? First of all, my initial reaction, so I couldn't really even concentrate on the session because I was so like in my head, like real life. What number one? I like I'm just trying to make it through this hour without figuring it out because then it's going to be so awkward. Number two, I kind of felt like mad that she kind of had like formed this bond, which I obviously she's not my friend. And I get that. Like, there's a separation there. Right. I'm not, like, wanting her to be my best friend. But, but I have told her so much. How are we supposed to, like, form this relationship and continue my therapy if she's starting every session new and not remembering? Like, so don't you have a chart have... where you wrote down your last session or notes about what we talked about? Like, how do you not know that I'm the person that you've talked to for the last four weeks? Maybe this is why you went to her. Maybe this is where you need to speak up and say, you know what? Last week, this is what happened. Oh, my God. I can't do that. Why not? <laughs> it's just so awkward. You, this and is like, what you're supposed to do because you're not the type of person the, that would say anything. I would have stopped her and said, are you kidding? we've this is our fourth session 
I couldn't. I could not have sat there I through couldn't. an hour of that. It took me so many minutes to figure out what was going on that by the time it was over and she had done her whole spiel, I was like, what continued. happened? I was like, what the hell? What the hell? And then I was kind of like hurt, like, oh my gosh, wow, she really just doesn't. Like, did you not look this on your schedule? On the, many Does levels. it not look like your old patient? Like, do you not keep notes? Like, were you all dolled up? Were you did, no, did was I it after your hot day? Like, I literally look the same as I always do. I don't understand. It was so weird. That's not okay either. She's not okay. She's drinking during the day. She's on drugs, Isn't or she wild? just doesn't give a shit about her job, and that's not okay. And you need to call her out on it because you pay money for that. It's and that's not okay. Crazy to me. It's that. not okay. <laughs> that is nuts. I could wow. not. How did you sit through an <laughs> it hour? Was so bad. It was so awkward. I couldn't even. How like, did she not pick up on that? I know. I Where was, did she go to school? <laughs> I was praying she wouldn't pick up on it. That is nuts. I know. And I was like, how wow, I really you... just feel like kind of a number. Like, you don't even remember. Yeah. That's it, what I'm saying. It just She's either seem like you can drinking, form. doing drugs, or she just doesn't care. I think she just, or she's just overly booked. I think that's what it is. But you know what? I overly book myself all the time, and I get all my clients straight. Yeah, and for a whole hour, she did not. Uh-uh. <laughs> somebody would say, "How does she not have notes?" Somebody would say, "Yesenia, we've talked about this. You asked me this about my hair last time." If it's the fourth haircut in, I wouldn't say that. if it's the fourth haircut in, it's like a fourth ther- therapy session. Like we know each other enough for you to know this. Yeah. That's... I don't know. So at, towards the end of it, all I was thinking was like, I can't do this again. What did We're Rick done. think? I don't think I told him. Oh, I'm curious yeah. to know what he would think. He would say the same thing. He's like, why don't you say something? Yeah. <laughs> this is what I'm telling you. This is the purpose for you. But I just kept thinking like, I, I'm, I can't book another appointment or I'm going to cancel it. No, that, I don't even know. You I can cancel it, it, but I think I you need to let her know. Is, and I don't want to be stuck. You need to let her know. Cancellation fee. Um, but yeah, I was like. Well, you always talk about it. Crazy? You need to. This is the stuff that you need to start speaking up about. So if you want to get a good practice out of this. Oh my gosh, it's not even in my calendar. It's wild. I don't know. Oh my goodness. That's not okay. Yeah. And I'm sorry that happened because she should have that like you've been waiting so long to go to a therapist and you went through all that hassle to just end up with someone that doesn't remember everything that you've yeah, and I don't even because... expect her to like remember everything, but like at least no, the gist. but at least yeah, not like start all over. Explain your like client intake. What the she's hell like? Is that? Do you have kids? And how old are they? And are they boy uh, no, and girl? Not... Like, are oh you kidding God. me? It was that. <laughs> We're gonna do this again. Yeah, no. <laughs> and where did you grow up? And how's your marriage? I'm like, oh, we've done this already. <laughs> okay, if you're not gonna talk to her and tell her, you need to re- you need to leave a review. She doesn't have any type of... Nothing. Well, that's why, because she fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, that is unacceptable. But yeah, so... Are they know. just giving out like their MFTs now. now? Are they just giving them out yeah, to like, everybody? One for you and one Was for that you. a COVID like, <laughs> graduate? We need more therapists. You can that might be a COVID graduate that hasn't had a chance to... No, she's old. She's old. Yeah. Well, maybe she they went back to school. Honorary Maybe she went back to school. <laughs> Mm-mm. no you need to you need to say something even if, you can sugarcoat that shit as much as you want but you need to let her know yeah 
I, I think that's a very valuable piece of information for somebody to know. Uh, but does she care? Like, would she even care? She'd be that's, like, oh, so well, what? That's not for you to decide, right? I mean, you need, but do you feel it in your heart? Like that you need to say, do you, uh-uh. you no, don't, I don't care. I just would move on. Oh, I couldn't, I couldn't. <laughs> no, I couldn't have even gotten through an hour. I don't know. I just would be like, that's what I thought at the end of this. I'm like, I'm just going to be done. It's not for me. <laughs> that's not cool. Well, on the hunt again. Maybe. I don't know. I think I'm good for a while. Maybe a life coach. I know. I've always thought about that, too. Yeah. Why don't you try that? Because you have to pay for them. Yeah, but you pay for therapy. I don't pay for no, therapy. No, not at all. Mm. Fuck. Yeah. Why doesn't insurance cover the shit you actually need? Like acupuncture. I mean, some d- does. <laughs> Chiropractic. Yoga. Yeah. You know, like, like, how come they don't pay for organic food? You know? I'm sure paying for therapy is like a modern day thing. I'm sure that wasn't always the That's, case. It's yeah, it wasn't newer... the case when I was uh, postpartum with my, I wasn't. Yeah. I don't know. I just think we got it all wrong here. <laughs> <laughs> it's all backwards. It's all backwards, but oh my God. well, yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Maybe take a little break after you get your stuff done and let life yeah summer settle it was funny though because when I first started with her maybe it was like the first or second session she like complimented me on how well-spoken I am mm-hmm. and she's like I don't tell everybody that but you really are like you really know yourself very well yeah. and like how you're feeling and like you can describe things very yeah, well your emotional intelligence is very high yeah and I was like yeah that's interesting I've had other therapists tell me that and like usually like I've had two other therapists and they I kind of feel like I leave them with nothing to say because mm-hmm. I've said it. You know what I yeah. mean? Like anything they would tell me, I've already said because yeah. I'm so aware. And as therapists, they can't tell you what to do. Right. So if I'm already like acknowledging all my. <laughs> They're like, you did my job. Yeah. Thanks. So that's always been the problem. But so does I it help of... you to talk it out? Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the thing. Is but sometimes then it's also you just say it to yourself. weird when you're not getting feedback. I need feedback yes. too. But so then that's what I liked about her was that she actually had stuff to say. Yeah. But, um, so then on this last one, we started all over again. She was like, wow, you're really, and she like said something similar again. And I was like, oh, this is the moment when she realizes she's talked to me before, but I don't, I don't know. Maybe she did. And she just kept going on with it too. But it's just, it's funny to That's me. That's weird. Yeah. So That's um, really weird. sometimes I wish I wasn't very emotionally intelligent though. But you know what? Too? Because it makes me like. You know what, too, though? You feel too many things. Not only is that the factor is that you feel so much, is that you research the shit out of everything. (laughs) So you have the feelings and then you have the backup to the feelings. And that's like that's like the the part of you that you're always like, I just have to do the things. Right. Yeah. And so you really need to learn to, like, sit back. Yeah. (sighs) I did not sleep last night. Yeah. At all. After yesterday's. Really? Yeah. It just, it's like really affecting me. Well. But what do you do? But what do you do? What would our people do? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Part of me wanted to like call it out. 
And then we're talking about when you see somebody doing something they shouldn't do and you feel a feeling where you speak up or you don't and like you're not close enough (laughs) to, but you've got that compass that's telling you this isn't okay. And we tell our kids all the time, like if you see something wrong, you speak up. And then as you're, as you become an adult, I think we're taught, no, you shut the fuck up and mind your business. Yeah. And so you're really battling yeah, those two things right now. happens. Right. And it then you would hurt other people. Yeah. And you didn't say anything. But also not but also, my monkey. I don't also, want to be involved. But also the thing <laughs> of like there's, you know, people that make decisions and if something happens, it has it was not your responsibility, they're the ones that are fucking up their responsibility. Yeah. You know? And Unless you're, like I said, unless you're going to be able to speak about something and follow through with however that happens, that you need to be involved or not, then that's a chance you have to be willing to take. You're either in or you're out. I don't think you can live in that in between because look, you didn't sleep last night. I know. I put the kids to bed last night and I just was like, so sad that there are children out there that their parents don't. Like, I, I mean, I went in and I lay in each of their beds and I read them books and I'm like, there are kids that don't get this. It's, t- it's so sad to me. It is. It's very sad. It's very sad. And how do you be a parent and like have such low standards? Well, that's the thing is that that's who knows, you know, people are fucked up in life. And at some point there's a switch, you know, everybody starts off as a cute little girl or a cute little boy and somewhere along the line, life messes you up and it hurts you and you find unhealthy coping mechanisms and you stay unaware. This is what happens when people don't know how to look in and you can grow up in the most fucked up situation and be sitting there with that knowing deep inside of you that this isn't how life should be. Yeah. So what is causing people to be either stuck in that or on this hunt like we are? Yeah. I guess I just don't understand how, I don't know how you can let your issues. Because it's an addiction and those take over people. And if her husband to me seems to be someone that just goes with it that's the other frustrating part is like how are all of the people that are close to you not stopping you and telling you you need to change and maybe well this is the 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 poor hygiene guy to the next level yeah you know and this is what that's why i said about him does he have nobody close to him that loves him like what happened to you what's your story and that's what i think you know that whole thing of instead of saying what happened to you you know why are you like this it's what happened to you because Life is not always easy, you know, and everyone goes through their own shit. I don't know. I just think like it's very sad, but, you know, witnessing it on this close level makes us realize like, for one, we are so lucky that we have, you know, happy families, really. I mean, we have our things, but, you know, we have a good life. We we work our hardest to have a good life with our spouses and our kids. Yeah. And, you know, people like that maybe have never had that and don't seek it out either. But how do you 
create a whole human being and then not because she didn't care five times yeah (laughs) it's just it's mind-blowing to me i know that people can go so opposite on the spectrum yeah like i don't know the other day we had a babysitter and we didn't get home in time to put the kids to bed and like Allie must have freaked out she had a meltdown because I wasn't there to put her to bed and I was like we came home 30 minutes after bedtime like we weren't leaving you for a week yeah and I was just like oh my gosh like part of me is like feeling guilty and then part of you is like suck it up yeah (laughs) I need one night I put you to bed every single night of your life for nine years like I know and that's where you like you as a parent you know you grew up with I don't know. For me, it's like you grew up with none of that. So you want to give it all. And then your kids are like, oh, you smother me, you know, or they create these, you know, I guess codependencies on us because I know I do things for Alexia I shouldn't just because I can do it. Why not? Yeah. But in the long run, yeah. how that's, that's not going to hurt her unless maybe it's to the point of, <laughs> I don't know. No, because she's, at this point, she's 16, and I think you are doing a healthy taper by the time she's ready to go out into the world. I hope so. She's going <laughs> to learn some lessons. We all do. Oh, yeah. But it's not like you're letting her live here till she's 23 and you're paying for everything and you're Hell constantly no, digging her. Happen. That's when it's uh-uh. not good. But I think that level of knowing that if something really bad happens that you can fall back on your parents so many people don't have that yeah i I don't think there's anywhere you can go wrong in them having that security that's true i just in my brain like i can't even fathom what that looks like and i actually i kind of see it with will and his parents it's so great you know they've always been there and we you know they can have their things or we can have our things and but like he's got his parents have his back 100 percent. yeah and i love that yeah, that's how my parents are. Yeah. And like in hindsight, even now, but more so maybe in my 20s when I kind of was like on my own for the first time, but also still kind of needed help. Yeah. There were like, I could just tell my mom chose her words very carefully and not um, telling me what to do yes. and not making decisions for me, but just kind of guiding yeah. me. So I think that's like, I, she so was wise. always there w- yeah. to hold my hand along the way, but she wasn't ever going to pull me along right. or tell me what I needed to do, Right. which is the healthy level of like that security, but also yeah. doing it on your own. Yeah. And then you slowly learn to kind of. I feel like I catch myself doing that now with Alexia is like, well, I can give you my opinion, but you're going to do what you're going to do, you know? And it's really hard and sometimes not to be like this is what you need to do. Why are you wasting your time? Why, you you know, but I'm sure on her end too, she's like, why won't you just tell me what to do? Because I felt like that with my mom where I'm like trying to make a decision. I'm like, I wish you would just tell me what the right decision is. And she's like, it's your decision. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's like the two things I always say, make good choices. And what's the second one? Make good choices and follow your gut. You know, I mean, yeah. what else can I throw my kids into the world, but those two things and have them be able to check in? Nothing. Yeah. No, you know? They're on a good path. Yeah. I feel like those cover the bases somehow. <laughs> it like yeah. it cover, it's like, I feel like drink water. <laughs> yeah. Drink water. That's it. We're sunscreen. <sighs> but yeah, I don't know. It just, it just blows my mind yeah. that people can. I know it's really sad. It's really like, sad. Like I just too. can't imagine like, 
going to bed. So the thing too with that is for abuse to be considered bad enough or neglect be bad enough in, in a home, there has to be absolutely no food and no electricity. But they They can be in horrible conditions. But the action that she did was 100%. Only if she got caught. No, I know, but... But that's what I'm saying. So then if you reported it after the fact. Yeah. They go to the house. There's food in the fridge. There's electricity. There's nothing that can happen. Yeah. My friend who's a teacher told me that. Yeah. That's what... Well, that's what Rob says. God. We asked him about like, are... when the, what the age is for leaving kids home. Oh, yeah. He's like, there's no age, but as long as they're like able, um, able to care yeah. for themselves and there's food in the house, then yeah, there's nothing. It's just crazy that our standards are so low. <sighs> yeah. Because there is so much more to a household than electricity and food. And it's just sad that these kids are going to grow up and go out into the world and it's an ever-revolving door of of like... You know, but yes, but maybe not because I th- think about how many great people we hear about, right? That come from shit situations. But I think it's a 50 50 chance. Yeah, I know. But even if you're brought up in a great home, yeah, how many people grow up but I'm sure the chance and have addicts? Higher. And uh, I don't know, maybe I, not. We should look into these like, statistics, should, yeah. uh, that would be interesting. But you know, and, you get just as many people that are spoiled rotten that become shit, like they say, true. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like. I think I guess it, it's more it like just depends the now, on the person. What yeah, they're going through for now sure. is terrifying. To well, me. and you're a mom, you know, yeah. looking from the outside in, and it's really hard when you think as yourself as a mom, like I could never do this to my children. Yeah, and people do. Yeah, wild makes us put a lot into perspective for sure. Yeah, like how dang lucky they better be <laughs> yeah. for the dinner I cooked them and they for throw real. away. <laughs> seriously even if it is even if it is uh dishwasher water (laughs) bubble chicken i just couldn't believe Allie today she was like you're gonna let me starve i'm like child (laughs) that's that manipulation of a nine-year-old help yourself (laughs) yeah i know it's getting (sighs) real girl okay so uh, we're going to find out the statistics on... Oh, yeah, we need to look that up. I would be super curious about the affluency and addiction versus... versus um, Like in, in... Lower to middle class America and addiction. Yeah. That would be super interesting. We'll get back to you guys on that next week. <sighs> yeah. Wow, that was a ride. <laughs> I feel like it always is. It is. I just feel like <laughs> I just feel like the way our brains work and they work so differently that any topic of conversation we could each go on separate conversations. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. I hope like our listeners <laughs> like this crazy and you guys if you we would love some feedback. So I know people don't talk. People follow Yeah, we need we need to hear you guys even if there are only 29 of you listening weekly. <laughs> <laughs> we would love we would love some feedback and some support and just share yeah our podcast. Yeah, if you like what you're it. hearing let us know. And if you want us to switch it up, let us know. Yeah. No one's digging to like 
the 500th most popular podcast on Spotify to find us. The only way they're going to find us is by people sharing. Yeah. Because no one's scrolling that far back to Hell find no. us. no. I would have stopped after we're this not, three we're pages. We're not on the top of the charts. We so. need, yeah. If, so, yeah, get on there. Quit being silent. <laughs> It's so interesting. It's like everyone that listens is the complete opposite of us. Maybe they're living vicariously through our loud mouths and think opinions. So? I don't know. I wonder. Who they're like, oh yeah, I love this. Know. It's like they're who guilty pleasures, but yeah, they're quiet. I don't know. Maybe another mom that wants to say fuck as much as I do. Because <laughs> I don't say it around my kids that much. I can tell you that much. I'm in the closet for a reason. <laughs> Oh my so gosh. next week right. uh, we will be interviewing um, yeah. a friend of mine, Amelia Purdue. She is, you talk about a mama that does it all and runs a small business and is kicking ass at it. We're going to have her on. So I am excited for you guys to listen next week. Yeah, it'll be fun. All right. See you next week. See you next week.